0: This is Kincaid and Breckenridge, exclusively on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, I am Roger Kincaid, uh, light welter, super welterweight, uh, not boxer. That is Rob Breckenridge, famous rodeo cowboy, and we're going to now talk about buying homes in this country. Do You know the average price of a, of a home in Canada is over a million dollars, thanks Toronto and Vancouver. Uh, uh, half wow. a million dollars, excuse me, okay. no, over <laughs> half a million dollars. <clears throat> I choked on the half. Uh, uh, but here in in Calgary, it's just a little bit below that, about uh, four hundred and seventy thousand dollars, give or take some pocket change there. And if you ask young people, hey, how hopeful are you that you're going to own a home uh, sometime in the next five years? It's pretty split. There's a lot of them who, who don't think it's uh, it's a reality for them. So so what can we do? Can we, uh, short of giving them half a million dollars to go out and buy a house? How can we equip them to maybe get the right mentality if pursuit of property is uh, something that's important to them? Uh, Wayne Carl joins us now. He's a uh, an editor, writer, uh, blogger, and a whole bunch of other things at Yellow Pages Next Home across Canada. Uh, Wayne, thanks very much for being with us today. My pleasure. The uh, The website, by the way, is nexthome.yp.ca. Do I have that right?
1: Uh, w- Next home to, or ypnexthome.ca. Okay, perfect. Thank
0: you. Yep. Um, so, so rattle off some of these stats first of all about about young people and their view on uh, on being able to own a home within the next five years.
1: Well, from our perspective, what we do at ypnexthome.ca is, you know, we are basically observers of what's going on in the housing industry, and we're seeing more and more. It's very clearly a trend that there is a growing concern among millennials and other young Canadians about being being able to afford a home in Canada because of the primarily because of the fast rising prices, more so in certain markets like Toronto and Vancouver, as you alluded to. But there is definitely a growing sentiment that it's more and more difficult for these young folks to be able to buy, uh, buy a home in Canada.
2: Right. And and, I mean, that speaks to the debate about whether it's even worth owning, right? The, The old owning versus renting debate.
1: Correct. Um, it really I must emphasize that it really does depend on your area like a lot of the numbers that you you, you folks top uh, off the top there and some of the numbers that are in, in the story that we produce is um, they're hinging on national numbers and as you know r- real estate is, is not national so it, it's it's kind of misleading to discuss things on a national number basis like in Calgary for example as you mentioned the the uh, average home price is much lower than the national average home price so it really does depend on where you live and not just on a even on a provincial basis, but on a citywide basis and neighborhood basis, because the pricing and the, the conditions of the market can vary so widely from province to province to city to city to region to region to neighborhood to neighborhood even. So it's it's really important for people to not get too, too scared by these national uh, numbers and, and forecasts that they're hearing and really dig down to see, okay, if I'm living more here, if I'm living here in Calgary or in here in, in Kitchener-Waterloo, Ontario, what's going on in my market you no, know, what, what's the what are the affordability uh, possibilities here for me, and what are the challenges that I might face?
0: Yeah, that's thing that always stuns me about this, because when we talk about the the housing market uh, in in more general terms, we fixate on this like home porn, like the the, you know, the pictures of the five million dollar condo in Vancouver's waterfront, and we're never looking at the uh, uh, you know the rather affordable house that's in a neighborhood that maybe you haven't considered in the city that you actually live in.
1: Exactly, and in in the, in the story that I wrote, I referred to a BMO Millennial Homebuyers Report, where something like seventy five percent of Canadians said they plan to buy a home within the next five years, but cited affordability as a major concern. And again, that's a that's a national figure, but but um, and they they on a national basis again, I caution, but they they forecast that they would have to spend something like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, we already know that that's well below the average home price for for uh, or average price for a home in Canada. So I think. The point to how much millennials and other young Canadians need to learn about real estate is just to be realistic about, again, what's going on in your specific market and not necessarily aim too, too high or being unrealistic. Like You, you really do need to be realistic about what you can afford and and what the market conditions and pricing uh, are in your neighborhood and, and not necessarily... First time out of the gate, a detached home might not be in your realm. You might be looking at a condo. Certainly in Toronto, uh, many, many first-time buyers, by far the majority of first-time buyers look at a condo first and then make their way up the property ladder eventually when they can.
2: Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's true. Affordability is uh, affordability's becoming an issue. I mean, uh, 30 years ago, interest rates were a big concern. I, I don't know. W- what's unique about today then, when Because it seems to me that, that 20-somethings 30 years ago, 20-somethings 50 years ago, it's not as though they came at it with uh, an abundance of knowledge a- about real estate.
1: Perhaps not. But I think, um, I mean, Canada has really been a star performer in real estate over the last number of years. and and again we hear so much about toronto vancouver but but if you look at virtually any market across the country over the last 10 15 20 years the, the market performance has done really really well and that's that's not the case necessarily in other parts of the world so um i think pricing is is a huge uh, is a huge factor and and it's it, it, wage growth is not uh proceeding at the same to the same degree, so you've got these house prices going over like double-digit price increases year over year over year, and in some cases even more in places like Toronto and Vancouver, but wage growth is not growing uh, accordingly, so it, it does create a challenge.
0: So what should we put in that toolkit then? Because there's a lot of people that are, you know, listening to this right now, lamenting that financial literacy is not, uh, uh, you know, a a significant component of the high school curriculum. Um, But so I think that there's a lot of people that look at homeownership as an event, not the process that that it is, which is, you know, saving money for your down payment, understanding uh, how to keep your credit in good uh, standing so that you can qualify for a mortgage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I mentioned in the story the, the case of the wealthy barber, that famous book that uh, David Chilter wrote in 1989 and it's now into its uh, not a second edition, but a, 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 sort of a follow-up. And he, he lamented at the time that, that, that there was a severe lack of financial, like basic personal finance education in, in, our, in our education system. And, and I don't know if that's changed to any serious degree because… You know, now it's it's so important that young folks learn about financial uh, literacy and the impact uh, on it has on their lifestyle and being able to afford a property eventually. So, I mean, it, it really stands to reason why not teach people m- more about these kinds of things earlier on in life. So it's not like for a lot of people, real estate is an intimidating and, and complex uh, topic and it, you know, it frankly, it does uh, scare a lot of people. So why not get them a little more comfortable with it and teach them more and more uh, information about real estate younger in life? And I know we're seeing more of that coming from banks, federal government, and then even investment groups who who welcome, uh, you know, junior members and teach them about real estate and with their parents' help, help them buy investment properties. So there are examples of people in their, uh, you know, teens or late teens who are buying property actually operating as investors now with the parents' help, obviously. But so there are you know there are examples of things like that going on across the country
2: yeah well, well it seems i learning about real estate is kind of part of the bigger picture of of just that that overall financial literacy there
1: Correct. I mean, it's, it's taking it one step further. Financial literacy is, is obviously an important topic at any age, and the younger the better. And it starts from, you know, when, when typically when, when kids are very, very young, they get their first uh, bank account or a piggy bank or somehow, and families learn about personal finance that way. And, and I think more and more we're seeing that people you know really want to see this develop into something a little more serious and, and actually have some real property education at, at, the, at the elementary school or certainly the high school level.
0: Uh, Wayne why do why is this important to millennials this conversation is it because they want to have their own place to live or is it because they see real estate as their as an investment one of the first investments they can make
1: uh, I, I again, I think it's just because of what we're seeing in terms of price growth across the country and, and again particularly in certain markets it, it's becoming more and more front page news that it's difficult to buy a home, and the prices are rising so fast and so high that, wow, what am I going to be able to do as a young person? Am I going to be able to buy a home eventually? So I think that really, you know, it's got a lot of people thinking, like, wow, what do I need to do? How how early in my life do I need to start saving, and who do I need to tap into in terms of research and, and resources? And, you know, we're hearing a lot about the bank of mom and dad and how much uh, people who are in that fortune position are contributing to helping their kids take that step into home ownership. So we're seeing more and more of that, and and I think millennials are, are really just going to have to tap into every possible opportunity and take advantage of the government programs that are available uh and you know do their research about their local market to see what their what the affordability is what they can afford personally and what kind of help they're going to need
2: well people can read more again it's uh, ypnexthome.ca wayne uh, thanks so much for joining us here my pleasure thank you very much thanks again wayne carl editor writer blogger Uh, Also senior editor with the Yellow Pages Next Home uh, across Canada. Again, uh, ypnexthome.ca.
0: Really want to get to uh, Steve's phone call and yours as well, 974-8255. just going to take a quick break before we do. It's Kincaid and Breckenridge on News Talk 770. Roger Kincaid and Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays starting at 9.30 a.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary.